You're listening to In the Studio with Michael Card. The session is made possible by our friends with the Christian Standard Bible. Learn about this new translation and the many ways you can enjoy the CSB. Explore online when you visit csbible.com. For the last time, welcome to In the Studio with Michael Card. I'm Wayne Shepherd. If you've been listening regularly, you know that this will be our last episode that we record. Now, Michael, all the episodes we've done through the years are still available online, of course. So, yep. And nobody died. Nobody's going anywhere. Right, right. No, it's just timing is of the Lord, and, uh, and we've come to that time. Right. And Michael has announced his retirement, and that means that we will no longer record this podcast. But you know what? We have the next few minutes in front of us here, and it's going to be fun. Yes. This is going to be, this is going to be a celebration of sorts, don't you think? Yeah, and it's great. I mean, Joe just prayed for us, and that's what he prayed about. Prayed about joy and, and uh, you know, finishing this part of our work, and there's other work for us to do. So I think that's right. uh, the, great, right. the, the best perspective. Well, as we always do, we're going to hear some of your music recorded in the studio at Mole Inn. And I might add that I I think we made it through all these years together without ever playing something from a CD. I think mm-hmm. I'm accurate in saying that, Joe. Isn't that right? Yeah, he's nodding his head. That's right. Yeah. So all just, the music was recorded in the studio. And just think how much easier it would have been if we would just have played the CDs that yeah. was already recorded. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Speaking of Joe, he's going to join yeah. us later in this mm-hmm. podcast. We, we can't end this without talking with Joe. I mean, he's been the uh, dynamo behind this whole thing all along. Yeah, he, he's the driving force. He does all the work. And and it's not the, this won't be the first time he's been on, though. We've had him on the show before. He's been a guest a couple of times. All right. Now, let me point out a few things here before we uh, we hear the first song today. Number one, we're thankful for the CSB Bible Translation, the Christian yes. Standard Bible, for their sponsorship these last few years. Yes. And uh, I'm so grateful that they have offered to extend the 40% discount on their Bibles through the end of 2023. This is the Bible that we've been using on the program and you use. That's great. Yeah. And it, it's a wonderful, fresh translation. All right. So just to know that that, uh, that generous offer is there to extend the 40% discount through the end of 2023. CSBible.com. All right, I mentioned Joe. I, I should have said right then that we're going to have a big reveal on the program here today, mm-hmm. Mike, because uh, we've been trying to figure out when did we start what we're doing here today. Yes, in in our in our agedness, <laughs> <laughs> we can't figure out when it was we started doing this, which no. is maybe one sign that it's time to stop doing it. Some no. of us said ten years, some said twelve oh, years. Oh, I, I know don't... it's been longer than that. Oh really? I thought yeah. I thought it was twelve years. See, there it no, is. <laughs> no, we're we're going to have the actual answer to that question from Joe Carlson himself coming wow. up on on the program here today. You know, all through the years, um, we have been following a general outline to the show, and I wanted you to comment on this. We have a community segment, mm-hmm. and we have a creativity segment, and we have a commentary segment. Yeah. Um, where did that come from? And and you want to talk about your perspective on those things? Well, I, I can't. I can't recall exactly where you know where we hit upon that idea. I just know that those are the three most important sort of elements of ministry for me. You know, mm. I, ministry is a call to creativity, and uh, it's definitely a call to commentary. It's a call to engage with your imagination uh, with the word words. So, um, 
Uh, my guess is probably Joe thought it up. Um, so I'm not, I'm not going to jump in there and take credit for it. But uh, Okay. All right. I think it was yeah. collaborative, actually, between you and Joe. But yeah. um, the community, the creativity, yeah. and the commentary segments of this show have really guided us through the years. And think back on all the guests yeah. we've had. I yeah, mean, too many to mention here, but just wonderful, godly people. And so many who've gone on to be with the Lord. I mean, yeah. you know, we've had Bill Bill Lane, and uh, and he's in heaven now. Yeah. And um, and and it, by and large, it's people that have really had an impact. Certainly, had have had an impact on me, and uh, and 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 you guys as well. So uh, yeah, we, we've been blessed to have the people on the show that we've uh, we've had as guests. Listeners have been contacting us when they got the news that you would be retiring, and. We're going to share some of those emails later in the program. I'd like to share one of those emails right now from one of our most faithful listeners, Blair, who says, For over 30 years, this ministry of music and scripture has gifted and informed and become embedded in my heart, mind, and soul. Enjoy this new season of life, Mike, testing in the blessed assurance that for all the dreams left behind, the joy of that better dream is real. How we long to see Jesus' face. How Mm -hmm. thankful we are for the unbroken line of saints who've run the race with perseverance. Wow. Thank you all for your comments. You can still write to Mike. Our studio uh, email address will remain active in the studio at michaelcard.com. In the studio at michaelcard.com. You can follow Mike on Facebook, of course. Michael Card Music is there on Facebook and his website. I think that'll still be active, right? The website? Uh, For a while, I guess. For a while. michaelcard.com. Yeah. Now, to the music. We're going to hear a poem of your life. Uh, again, all of the music that we've aired all these years was recorded live performance in the studio. Let's see, Ken Lewis was with you on this day on percussion. And, yeah, I was about to say, and a lot of really great musical guests over the years. Steve Mikesell played bass on this particular number. Mm-hmm. And some guy named Shepard played the hurdy-gurdy. Wow. I see what Joe is doing here. He's trying to embarrass me one more time. So, Well, I, I remember that your performance on the hurdy-gurdy was actually pretty stellar. So, Yep. I had to retire after one performance that was that good. So. <laughs> All right. And then coming up, we're going to talk with your best friend, Scott Rowley. Mm. That's going to be a treasure. So that's yes. all ahead here on this final edition of In the Studio with Michael Card. Here's Michael with Poem of Your Life. One, two, three, one. must sing with our days a poem with meaning more than words can say a painting with colors no rainbow can tell a lyric that rhymes either heaven or hell we are living letters that doubt desecrates we're the notes of the song of the chorus of faith and God shapes every second of our little lives And minds every minute as the universe breaks by The pain and the longing, the joy and the moments of life Are the rhythm and rhyme, the free verse of the poem of life In the mirror and pray for the grace 
Tear off the mask, see the art of your face And open your ear lids to hear the sweet song Of each moment that passes And pray to prolong your time in the ball Of the dance of your days The canvas of colors, of moments ablaze With all that is holy, with the joy and the strife With the rhythm and rhyme of the poem of your life with the rhythm and rhyme of the poem of your life The pain and the longing, the joy and the moments of life Are the rhythm and rhyme, the free verse of the poem of life Michael, we couldn't do this final podcast without talking to this next guest. How do you summarize 40-plus years of friendship? Mm. And ministry and writing songs together and starting a church together and uh, raising our kids together. And, I mean, um, we don't have enough. There isn't enough time to talk about that. Mm. No. Scott Rowley, what do you think? Yeah, I'm so so privileged to be here uh, talking about Mike. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he changed my life. <laughs> okay, you're <laughs> already crying, Scott. Scott, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> I'm already, I'm already <laughs> messed up. Yeah. Um, no, first of all, uh, Wayne, thank you for your constant uh, care and yeah. uh, the way you guys have loved up on us through the media, etc. But just in your friendship over oh, yeah. all these years. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, there's not one thing in my life that Mike didn't touch, whether it was my music career as a pastor. I would not have been a pastor if it weren't for Michael Card. Re- remember, uh, you remember that story. Work. You remember that story. I kicked you <laughs> off the bus, and I said, Scott, you're a pastor. Yes, he did. He threw, yeah, he threw, he threw my gear off the bus and said, <laughs> you need to go be a pastor. So that, that's kind of what happened. Um, I considered that a calling of a high order, right? Uh, but then, and then again, I think the activism, both of us stumbled, you know, hand in hand into the, uh, the reality that God had for us, something um, which was the Empty Hands Fellowship, which was the Franklin Community Ministries, all these things that have happened in our community that uh, were stirred up because the Lord was calling us to a different ministry. We had really been working on, on the uh, quiet walkways out at Mike's property where we were going to build a retreat center. And... And that did happen to some degree, but this other thing was uh, completely uh, something that Jesus just called us to, and we were both willing to to listen. So I give mm-hmm. I give all the credit to what God has done in the kingdom uh, through Michael Card. Uh, just it just it has affected everything in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and and I I need to say all all of those Franklin Community Ministries and all the things that are Empty Hands Fellowship. You were the visionary behind all those things, Scott. Um, I think we would, well, the rest of us would sit around and talk about them, but you found a way to make those really happen. So, um, yeah, so you, you need to receive that. Hmm. Well, yeah, that, that's, those are kind words as always. I, I think that's one thing I would say about Mike. 
while I still can without blubbering like a baby, crying like a baby. The reality is that uh, my card never let me down. He, he never one time ever let me down, which is why you can't, uh, as believers, as brothers, we're called to go the extra mile, and that's what mm. that's what this was all about. It was saying, how do we keep each other propped up and going? Not, mm. not uh, you know, one guy does this, oh well, one guy does that, so well. No, we were all, in that sense, leaning on each other. So yeah. whether we were writing songs, um, yeah, or uh, working in a soup kitchen, uh, we did a lot of crazy stuff, traveled all over the world. Um, and and the, the brief moments we sang the songs that the Lord gave us was, was fun. It yeah. was great. But re- really, the, the brotherhood, uh, the really the brother-to-brother thing that uh, made, us, uh, made it special was our friendship. Yeah. And it was really a, a divine friendship. He, he gave us this remarkable love. We we started by singing background vocals in a in a little booth uh, yeah. background uh, in a recording studio in Nashville in the early eighties, some, somewhere who, in there. Who was that for? I've forgotten. Yeah, who. Yeah, I. You know that's interesting. I'd love to find that out. Yeah. Um, who know, Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, the bank was it a bank? It a was bank a, It was a. It was a Williamson County Bank commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wish we yeah. had tape. Oh, we we, we got to find that. <laughs> yeah, we were thinking about you know safety deposit boxes, you know, yeah. all that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, it was very. That was a very modest beginning, but we did yeah. sound well. We did sing well together, and from there on out, we would just, I think, just try to sing whenever we could, uh, travel when when it made sense. And really, it spanned, you know, the, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, until I left the ch- church. And then we really had our last go right around the 2018 year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, every one of them was, was special. Yeah. I think somebody has said that uh, a true friendship is found the moment uh, one person says to the other person, what, you too? <laughs> and that 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 kind of yeah, we, was us. It was just like we felt the same about things. We kind of felt the same about the Lord. We wanted to we wanted yeah. to be faithful. We but we needed. We realized yeah. we needed each other. Yeah, and and you know I, we both have bigger brother. We have older brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, neither one of us had little brothers, and uh, and that that's what Mike became for me. He was my mm-hmm. younger brother. I saw myself in mm-hmm. him. Uh, he saw himself in me, and of course, everything he's accomplished was um, somewhat of a dream that I had had in my life. So, mm-hmm. being with him and following him, staying in step with him, and helping him in any way I could uh, was uh, was one of the great privileges of our lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, well, so that, that's a good thing. Your model of friendship has been inspiring to all of us guys. It, it really has been. Although I'm a little bit disappointed because I was told you always told me. You're going to retire and sit on the uh, town square and count out of state license plates. I don't guess that's going to happen, huh? Well, you never know. Um, I I actually just reread that forward. That was Michael Card's forward mm-hmm. to a book that he got me to write called God's Neighborhood, uh, and uh, that's on InterVarsity Press for only nine ninety five. Anyway, uh, yeah, he wrote this beautiful introduction, which is all about the empty hands, and we're all sitting around, while, you know, counting out a state license plate. It's one of Mike's <laughs> favorite 
things, and I love it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we we moved up to another uh, area of Nashville that was in need called uh, Bordeaux, um, there with my son. And, uh, yeah, I, we're out here in New Mexico most of the most of the summertime now, um, trying to work with Pueblo people or whoever mm-hmm. God can bring to us, would bring to us. Wow. But all of that is in retirement. And um, yep. we both, I think, yeah, there's a lament that we're not in hard bargain um, as closely related to the uh, community development initiatives, but other people are running them. Other people are doing it. And that was always our goal. Um, I'm in my 70s now, and um, I'm glad that the, uh, the younger people are doing what they're doing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's a great encouragement. Well, yeah. our, our listeners, uh, you know, the ones who have been listening to all these podcasts through all the years and radio programs know your story there in Hard Bargain and Franklin. Yeah. And uh, they're all archived. Yeah. And, by the, and that leads me to say again that these podcasts, even though we're going to stop production, are going to be continue to heard, be heard on the Internet. So long live mm-hmm. the Internet and uh, in the studio with Michael Card. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, I love the fact that you guys have collaborated on music through the years. The first time I ever met Scott Rowley, Mike, he was traveling and singing with you. I remember meeting Scott at Moody Church in Chicago. When, yeah, I, can, uh, I, tell, right. I tell people I always relied on Scott's youthful enthusiasm. I would start a song... <laughs> And not be able to finish it, and Scott had all yeah. this enthusiasm, and he would finish yeah. it and make it make it better than it ever could have been. Well, one thing you collaborated on is writing a song called "Things We Leave Behind." Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Well, I started it, and he finished it, right? Yeah, Mike. Mike wrote these remarkable words, um, uh, certainly about about Peter and and that initial Simon experience with with Jesus, and then Matthew later, and so these verses began to fall out. And then his chorus really struck home with me. The, the idea of freedom it was always central to anything I was writing or working on. And so freedom became not so much doing what you want to do. Freedom really became doing what you know is right. And, mm. and that was accepting and believing and trusting in Christ. So mm. uh, the song did. It just evolved while we were riding in a bus, talking. Then, then I would carry it home, and then he would... And then I recorded it, and then he came along and took that recording... And then rewrote and rehelped it. Uh, so the song really took a, a bunch of years to finish, um, but initially it, it was just a brilliant idea that Mike came up with. That um, you know, the things we leave behind—that's that, what sets us free. It's it's not hoarding. It's not making everything for you. It's about giving it away. Yeah. Uh, with Jesus, our only possession, then giving becomes our delight. Mm. That was one of his and, most powerful lines. So, and I, w- um, and I want to say, let me interrupt you, and I want to say, I wrote a song about it, but Scott actually lived it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you're too kind. Line, you are man. too kind. Good. Yeah, anyway, we, we really enjoyed that song, sang it everywhere. A lot yeah. of people have been blessed through it, and it's a great privilege to have been, to have been a part of it. Well, several years ago, we recorded Mike in the studio singing the song that you guys collaborated on, Things We Leave Behind. And that's what we're going to wrap up with right now, Scott Rowley. Oh, wow. uh, We won't say goodbye because you guys will continue your friendship long after this uh, podcast is over. But uh, we will say so long for now, huh? Happy retirement, Michael. You deserve it. I hope hope it goes well. (laughs) You too, Scott. Thank you, brother. Okay, I love you. sits Simon, so foolish and wise Proudly he's tending his nets Then Jesus
Jesus calls and the boats drift away And all that he owns he forgets But more than the nets he abandoned that day He found that his pride was soon drifting away And it's hard to imagine the freedom we find From the things that we leave behind mindful of taking the tax and pressing the people to pay but hearing the call he responded in faith and followed the light and the way and leaving the people so puzzled he found that the greed in his heart was no longer around and it's hard to imagine the freedom we find the things that we leave behind Every heart needs to be set free From possessions that hold it so tight Cause freedom's not found in the things that we own It's the power to do what is right With Jesus our only possession Then giving becomes our delight And we can't imagine the freedom we find From the things that we leave behind And we show love for the world in our lives By worshipping goods we possess But Jesus said, lay all your treasures aside And love God above all the rest Cause when we say no to the things of the world We open our hearts to the love of the Lord And it's hard to imagine the freedom we find From the things that we leave behind Oh, and it's hard to imagine the freedom we find from the things that we leave behind. Best possible song in that moment. Thank you, Joe Carlson, Mm. for choosing that. Well, that was kind of like, how do you not put that song in when <laughs> you know. have Michael and, and Scott? Scott Rowley, right. Oh, what a, what dear brothers these guys have been. What yes. great friends they've been through the years. Absolutely. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Mike's Scott's right here listening to us, so be careful what you say, Jim. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I've got you in my headphones. Uh, <laughs> Joe Carlson joins us. Before we go any further, drum roll, please. The big reveal, how long have we been doing what now is called In the Studio with Michael Card? Well, In the Studio started on 4-6-2002. So okay. April 6, 2002, we did the first broadcast okay. and uh, of the radio show in the studio. So that's 21 years mm-hmm. dating backwards from where we are right now. That's right. You guys came to Nashville to do that, right? Oh, yes. sure. Oh, that was the yeah, only... We, this, this is pre-digital probably, right? It was on digital. Was it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but we were recording before in the studio. That's what I thought. 
So that is what right. throws the monkey wrench into the whole, how do we know when we started? Because okay. we were doing the program Joy in the Journey, mm-hmm. which was a half-hour radio release uh-huh. weekly mm-hmm. on Moody Radio uh-huh. that started on July 3rd, 1999. There you go. Okay, so I think we need to move it back to there. Yes, yeah, that gives of us, course. It yes. gives us more years. Of course. Because what we started... People were saying how they wanted something else, and I, frankly, Mike, when we, when the program went away, it left a hole that I said we got to try to bring it back. <laughs> and uh, I remember meeting with you uh, in your bus when you came to Moody at one point, and uh, was telling you about what I was hoping to do. And you told me, just like you told Scott to get off the bus, um, <laughs> you told me that I was not just a radio engineer, I was a content creator. There you go. Yes, you are. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, so when you, I, when you said that, to, when Scott was telling his story, I thought, well, that's also my story, too, with you. You've told me, mm-hmm. you kind of say who we were, and that opened a door to working on this incredibly creative community-based, scripture-enriched. Mm-hmm. And and I think that over the years, we've also sensed that the Holy Spirit has been the voice behind all of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So you were a producer yeah. at Moody Radio yes. at that time. Yeah. And the program was produced for Moody Radio? Uh, we were in partnership with Moody okay. Broadcasting. All right. But there was a moment when we were doing, we were producing Proclaim with Joe Stoll, and uh, we were... Uh, getting a, an award for the program and we went down to the religious broadcasters convention and backstage i don't know if anybody else knows about this moment but backstage you were backstage i was backstage he's pointing at me mike uh, uh, Joe. yeah i wasn't there yeah yes you were <laughs> yes you were Joe oh i was. Stoll was there don cole was getting an award from nrb and you were getting an award from nrb I and have we, a picture of that yeah. we were all back there and i why I don't remember, i remember that I don't know, but I remember it. And there was, you said in that moment um, that uh, Bill had been talking about now was our time to step up to the plate. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Wow. And I, I think that after all these years, we did hear that call to step up to the plate. What did we talk yeah. about in that first Join the Journey program? Uh, we were talking about Hebrews 11. With? We had Bill Lane? Uh, no, we had uh, Denny Denson on that program, and we also oh. had uh, Phil Keggy doing some original music on there to play underneath parts of it. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, well, I do remember the, the show when Calvin Miller was reading his poetry and Phil was playing at the same time. Yeah. I mean, there have been some pretty amazing yeah, moments. Yeah, we had some great moments. Huh. Yeah. So is that preserved in the archive? On, yes, on the archive. On these programs? All yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, and and once, once again, if I want to listen to that, what do I do? Uh, you just either go to uh, Spotify or Apple, Apple Podcasts, Podcasts, and okay. it's all it's all sitting there to uh, look through and enjoy. Wow! All right, Very other cool. other memorable moments in time here for you, Joe. Well, I think that the, the one a sad moment was when in the studio went off the air on uh, March twenty eight, two thousand nine. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah. We we went off and. It was like, okay, this is done now. I think at that time we had something like over 300 episodes we had done, right? Yeah, it was, uh, I think the program number was uh, th- uh, 360, 365. And, and they were 365, on, yes. They were put on the shelf. Yeah. Nobody put, heard them. No. And then um, fast forward nine years, get a call from uh, Ron Davis that they're talking about, you know, getting this on the uh, posted online mm-hmm. and wanting to start doing a combination of 
the older programs and some new programs. And so we use the term classics and current. Yeah. So. Mike, let's thank mm. Ron Davis. Yes. And those associated with Ron who really have carried a lot of water for this program through the years. Yeah. Ron has been, I mean, a good friend, but a, a, but a supporter and, and kind of the brains behind a lot of the, biz, the business part of touring and, and, uh, and doing the radio show. But, but Joe, you're telling me that there was a nine-year hiatus? Nine years. And wow. in that nine years, people would come up and talk about in the studio and how, oh, I wish you could bring that program back and say, well, you know, you don't try to relive past glory. Let's see mm-hmm. what else God wants us to do. But then mm. when, when you just can't imagine that it would show up, that it shows up, and how, how could you say no? It's been a gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And had this. Mike sold his uh, studio at that time, so we yeah, no longer had the studio. We, yeah, to go we didn't to. have the studio. Okay, the studio is okay. no longer uh, available to us. And uh, so, what was your plan then to uh, come back? Well, the plan was is that we would do things in our Chicago studio, and Mike. Uh, at first, was you were coming up here. Yeah, I remember you sitting here in my little studio. Yeah, Mike. yeah. And then yeah. Uh, COVID happened. <laughs> uh, we almost had another goodbye there, and then we figured out how to do this uh, Zoom connection right. and remote, and right. uh, it's kept us going. But still, mm. think back on all those musical recordings you did at Mole End and oh, how gosh. they have served us all these yeah. years. So, Yep, yep, that's a big archive. Yeah, well, and thank you, Mike, for going through the extra effort to uh, record all that. I know every time I'd say, okay, we got to do this song. Well, can we play the record? And he said, no. <laughs> yeah, we've had that discussion many yes, times. Yes, many Many times, huh. and yet I and yet I never stopped asking. Can we just not use the record, <laughs> Mike? If I were to ask you for uh, favorite moments, I'm sure Bill Lane would be among them, as you've oh, said yeah. many times. Yeah, uh, Joe. What about you? Any any favorite programs? Um, boy, I've, so many great moments. Uh, I'm going to give you a control room moment, though. Okay. Because this is something that nobody heard except for uh, you and I and Mike, but there were also many other people there at the same time, is when we were recording with the men of the empty hands at the Molen studio. Mm-hmm. And usually what would happen when we would come down, word would get out that we were there, and we'd be recording, and the studio door would open, and someone would say, Oh, I heard there was a session, and I wanted to sit in. Oh, and I brought this person that I think you'd like to meet. And nine times out of ten, some guest had canceled. I was panicking about how to fill up the show, and the person starts talking, and it's like, oh, my word, this person needs to fill in the hole. And the Mm -hmm. Lord always seemed to provide somebody. It just happened that way, so to speak, right? The Spirit was leading... as a, as a production uh, director, yes. I'll, I'll say, right? But I remember yeah. the moment we had the men of the empty hands uh, uh, praying in Molen for a program. I've got a, I've got a picture of that. And uh, afterwards, we were eating Arby's in the large control room. All the guys were there. Arby's, big Ar- surprise there. Yeah, that was the so, first thing Mike ever wanted to <laughs> yeah, eat no, when so I went. It was Arby's. <laughs> we were eating Arby's. Bob Baki was there. He was playing a video from uh, the cave church in uh, Egypt, um, wow. the guys were having these spiritual conversations in different parts of the room. And then, Mike, you stopped everyone and said, you know, if we try to control this moment and hold on to it, it'll just slip through our hands. We just have mm. to be here now and enjoy this moment. And wow. in many ways, that's what this is. We can't cling on to what we've done in the past. No. Now it's time to no. enjoy what we've had. And watch for what God is going to do in our future. Yeah. Which is what Jesus tells us to do about living in the day. 
You know, we can we can live today. We can live the we're, yeah. we're we're here now in this moment. Yeah, doing this program, and we need to be fully present and not sighing about the past and not worrying about the future. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're staying in step with the Spirit, and at some yes. point, you are because you've said that God yeah. has told you to move on. Yeah. And uh, and it's uh, we celebrate that. Yeah. Well, there's a great cr- classic Christian writer that called this the sacrament of the present moment. Ah, yeah, nice. Wow, De Cassade was his name. Okay, the sacrament of the present moment. All right. Well, Joe, we just couldn't have this last program without having you in the studio with us because, uh, again, you've you've been a every bit of part of this team as big a part as Mike and I have been all these years. So humbled to be with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been good. Yeah, thank you. How about join the journey as a song here before we move on to our final segment? Uh, I think it's the, the best song to play right now. Yeah, if you look over okay, your shoulder, I, go, go ahead. I've Mike. got a question. I've got a question, Joe. Yeah, can we just play the record? Can we just play the <laughs> record? Uh, no, not giving in now. <laughs> no, nope. no, nope. nope. we've made it this far. We're this far. And Joe, if you look over your shoulder, you'll see the lyrics to that song framed on the wall of my office outside wow. the studio. That's right. That's right. Been there all these years. Yes. Joy in the journey. Here's Michael Card recorded live performance in the studio. joy in the journey there's a light we can love on the way there is a wonder and wildness to life and freedom for those who obey and all those who seek it shall find it a pardon for all who believe Hope for the hopeless And sight for the blind with him who belong to eternity stranded in time and weary of struggling with sin forget not the hope that's before you and never stop counting the cost remember the hopelessness When you were lost Cause there is a joy in the journey There's a light we can love on the way There is a wonder and wildness to life And freedom for those who obey Freedom for those who obey.
how could we not hear that song here on our mm. final edition of In the Studio with Mike Wilkard, a favorite of just so many people, Mike. Mm. Yeah, it's an old song. Yeah. I wondered, uh, that, that performance we just heard, that had to be recorded, Joe, pretty early in our studio yes. experience. Yeah. And the piano just sounds like a million bucks, yeah. doesn't it, though? Yeah. Oh, my word. Yeah, that was a great piano. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, I've asked Joe to stay with us because we've received so many emails from listeners. Uh, knowing that this would be our last program, we thought we'd share some of them. Joe, you want to take the first one? Yeah, we heard from Tim, and he says, Well, after all these years of assuming you would always be there, it's sinking in that this, too, was only temporary. For years, you have accompanied me on my Saturday morning mowing and working in my garden or wood shop to give a report on family, life, to offer insight, encouragement, or just a different, always deeper, glimpse into the Christ our Lord. In a real sense, I have at 53 years grown up with you and your music and this radio podcast most recently. You are part of our family, and you don't even know us. We have been so enriched by the life of sacrifice you have allowed us to watch you live as you've opened up about so many struggles you have lived through. For all that is good in this world, may the hesed of our God forever surround and indwell you and your family as you enjoy these blessed years ahead. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. And how many conversations did we have about the, that word that he brought up, hesed, Mike? Yeah. 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 And so, and, and to hear a letter from someone who gets it. Yeah. You know, and really still gets it. have not plumbed the depths of the word, as I understand. No, we only started. Only started. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that, Tim. This comes from Darlene. She says, "I must say, my heart is not quite ready to hear the retirement words. Yet we all come to that season of life if we are blessed with a long earthly life. The richness of Michael's contributions to souls around the world is beyond measure in this life. But in the one to come, as he faces our Lord and hears, well done, my good and faithful servant, from the Lord he loves." May his face radiate with the joy of all who have been encouraged along their journey through his music and books. Thank you seems not enough. Praise and thanks be to God for who he has created you to be, Mike. Now, that, that leads me to say, you know, wow. you uh, it's not just in America that your music has been and your ministry has been effective, Mike, but, I mean, places like England and Asia, mm -hmm. countries of Asia. You've traveled through yeah. the years, haven't you? Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, I've been, been on the road a lot, been on the road a long time, and God's blessed us only one minor accident all those years of traveling. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about all that accident the other day, that bus mm -hmm. accident you had in Colorado. That was a scary, yeah. scary thing. It, it was, but you think of all the flights, you know, all those connections, and uh, the Lord has been so good. Uh, no one's, you know, <laughs> bus will break down every now and then, but I'm, you know, that's something else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I, I know the uh, friendships you had on those many concert tours, people like Sarah Groves and, and so yeah. many through the years have really been yeah. special for you. Yeah, a lot of great players. Uh, our bus driver, our, our our bus driver for the longest time was Stuart. Uh -huh. uh, I'm, in, I'm going to visit Stuart tomorrow. Oh, he's, say he's, hi. Yeah, definitely. I will. Yeah, he's uh, battling with cancer right oh, now. Oh, no. Sweetest, sweetest. As, as we used to drive down the road, he would pray for us. He would go bunk to bunk as he's driving all night long <laughs> and, uh, and pray for us. So, yeah, he's a very special brother. All right. Mm. All right, back to the emails, Joe. Okay. Uh, this is from Jim. It feels like you guys are my close friends. 
I look forward to the weekly edition of In the Studio with Michael Card. Your faithful ministry through radio and podcast has blessed me in providing revelation and depth of insight into the life of Jesus. What better thing can a ministry do? I would have to mm. say yes. Mm-hmm. What, wow. that, Mike, he says, you can count on me to keep reading your books and listening to your music on repeat for years to come. <laughs> May the Lord bless your flower business with Susan. May he continue to give you insight and revelation as you teach your church Bible study group. And may you enjoy the next season of your life and ministry. Excellent. Wow. Excellent. Well, I started. I started today doing. I uh, went out and cut an arrangement of uh, sunflowers and made them. So, oh, yep, there it is. Do you ever uh, <laughs> harvest the seeds, the sunflower seeds? I do, but one thing I found out this morning is that bees sleep in sunflowers. Oh, and so when you cut them, you have to check them first to make sure there's not a bee <laughs> sleep, sleeping. <laughs> and how might I ask? Did you find that out? Uh, and and then I didn't get stung. He was still asleep, but he was. It was startling to see a little bee all rolled up in a ball sleeping in the middle of the sunflower. You but, see, even um, even at the, to the very end, we're learning from uh, Michael. It's a here. shock. That's yeah. a surprise. That's right. That's right. And and it's so cool, Jim. Uh, what great encouragement. Yeah, I appreciate that so yeah. much. Well, let's uh, yeah. let's share one last email, Mike. Why don't you read this one if you don't mind? This comes to okay. you, so it's only appropriate you would read it from Adam. Yep. This is from Adam. Um, I found out in the studio was on the radio, and I began listening about the time you were talking about A Sacred Sorrow, your book on lament. And I wanted to let you know that it and the podcast discussions around lament saved my life. Your book opened my heart to see that God could handle my sadness, anger, and confusion. I'm grieved to see so many people raised in ostensibly Christian homes fall away. And I think part of that is that they were given a type of Christianity where God could deal with them only when they were perfect and happy. Mm -hmm. Boy, aren't you glad that, yeah, Yeah. there's more to it than that. I'll say. He he goes on to say, God used your book in a wonderful way to heal my soul. And if you never did anything else, I'd be forever grateful for that. Wow. Mm -hmm. I was swearing, promised myself I wouldn't cry. (laughs) Uh, The podcast has been a delight in troubled times. As an old in-the-studio listener, I love hearing from friends, both those who are here and those who are gone. There's no cheesing, acting authentic, but you're honest in the reality of who you are. You'll continue to be a blessing for me and my family for years to come. Wow, I just keep, I can't think, I keep thinking to myself, I can't have any more, <laughs> any more uh, deep encouragement. And then Adam said those words. So yeah. thank you, Adam. Those That's the best thing you could have said. You guys have been so kind. Again, you yeah. can continue to write to Mike in the studio at michaelcard.com. When we were putting together this program, we asked Mike, what is the song you wanted us to include? What's your favorite song? And Mike asked for this next selection, Come Lift Up Your Sorrows. And I think it's a perfect follow-up to the email we just heard. If you are wounded And if you're alone If you are angry If you're 
stone if you have fallen and if you are weak then come find the worth of God that only the suffering seek come lift up your sorrows and offer your pain come make a sacrifice of all your shame there in your wilderness he's waiting for you him with your wounds for he's wounded too he has not stuttered and he has not lied when he said come unto me
worship him with your wounds, for he's wounded too. Glad you chose that song, Mike. I would have chosen the same one. Come mm-hmm. lift up your sorrows. Uh, we're going to hear one more song from you in just a few moments as we conclude this final episode of In the Studio with Michael Card. But since God's Word has been such an important part of your life and your teaching mm-hmm. ministry, we can't let this hour slip by without hearing from you one more time, Mike. Yeah, I, and I, I wanted to share, if there's one text that I would say is responsible for sort of flipping the switch in me when I when I heard this taught uh, taught through. Um, that's when I decided, okay, I want to be a Bible teacher. I want to, you know, I want to find all the moments in the Gospels that are like this moment. Hmm. And so uh, this is in John seven, uh, John chapter seven. This wonderful, you know, Gospel of John. John's the the last Gospel to be written. John is an old man. Mm-hmm. There's already a this rumor that's spreading that he wouldn't die before Jesus had come back. And, uh, and um, Peter's been dead for 30 years when John writes his gospel. Wow. So, it's, wow. yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. Everyone's gone. And, he, yeah. and here's this old man, the last living disciple, you know, in Ephesus. Mm-hmm. It must have been, uh, I mean, so revered. You know, I, I imagine him sort of waddling down the road, this 100-year-old man, <laughs> You know, most people live to be fifty. You know right. that you were lucky. Lucky if you live to be fifty. He's a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but this is this is chapter seven, and Jesus is uh, he's in in Jerusalem for Sukkot or booths or tabernacles. There's lots of different names for this mm-hmm. this uh, feast. But this was one of the uh, pilgrimage feasts. This was one of the feasts that you were supposed to travel to Jerusalem and celebrate in the walls if you live within 25 miles. Well, Jesus lives 100 miles away, but he still he still uh, makes this week-long journey. That's one a rabbi. lot of walking. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, one rabbi, uh, uh, my friend in, uh, in uh, Jerusalem, taught me that Jesus spends three months out of every year walking back and forth to Jerusalem. So this is one of those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so here it is. Uh, after this, Jesus went around in Galilee purposely staying away from Judea because the Jews there were waiting to take his life. There were all these plots. There were six different references in John already to plots that uh, of, of Caiaphas or the priests or the Jews or, you know, every, everyone has, you know, already begun uh, plotting. I mean, in Mark, they begin like in chapter 3. They, uh, the, the Herodians and the Pharisees plot how they can kill him. So he's basically not safe. Uh, for most of his ministry. So he's staying away from Judea because of all these plots. But when the Jewish Feast of Tabernacles, one of these pilgrimage feasts, happened, uh, Jesus' brothers said to him, you ought to leave here and go to Judea so that your disciples uh, may see the miracles you do. No one who wants to become a public figure acts in secret. Now, if, if you didn't have this next verse, you would assume that his brothers were being genuine, but because of the next next passage, you understand that they're um, they're making fun of him. Yeah, they're trying, trying to pack him. him off, right? That's yeah. right, right. Since you're doing these things, show yourself to the world, and here's the parenthetical statement, for even his own brothers didn't uh, believe in him. So that's kind of, you know, it's Sad. so, so, yeah. so it is so discouraging. 
So uh, therefore, Jesus told them, the right time for me has not yet come. For you, any time is right. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify that what it does is evil. You go to the feast, he says to his brothers. I'm not yet going up to this feast because for me, the right time has not yet come. Having said this, he stayed in Galilee. So his brothers leave. Apparently, they they must have thought he wasn't going to come that year. But verse 10, it says, however, after this, um, after his brothers had left for the feast, he went also, not publicly, but in secret. Um, now, at the feast, of the, the, the Jews were watching for him and asking, where is that man? Among the crowds, there was widespread whispering about him. Some said, he's a good man. Others said, um, no, he deceives the people. But no one would say anything publicly about him for fear of the Jews. So there's sort of the, the setup. Now, this is a case for reading whole chapters at a time. If you just mm-hmm. read a few verses at a time or a couple mm-hmm. of paragraphs, you don't get this. Yeah. But uh, we, 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 that was verse 13. Now, if you jump over to verse 37, you, uh, you get the rest of the story, shall we say. Verse 37 says, On the last and greatest day of the feast, and I stop right there. Now, John's readers, they know what happens on the last and greatest day of the feast, but we don't. And here's what happens on the last and greatest day of the feast. Okay. The high priest, the high priest would gather with a group of people in that huge courtyard in front of the temple, 35 acres or something. Uh, they would process down the ridge through the city of David to the pool of Siloam, and they're chanting Psalm 118, O work thou then salvation. Uh, when he got to the pool of Siloam, he had a pitcher. He would dip that pitcher in the water and fill it with water, and he would turn around and they would go back up the ridge Again, chanting and celebrating. It was a joy, very joyful time. It's a celebration of God blessing the crops. It's an in-gathering sort of mm-hmm. feast. Mm-hmm. And here's the moment. This is what happens on the last and greatest day of the feast. With that, in front of that huge crowd, the high priest stands on the front porch of the temple with that pitcher of water, and he pours the water out, and he's commemorating Moses striking the rock and the water coming out. But this is what he says, Wayne, and this, this still blows my mind. He quotes Isaiah 12, 3, which says, With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Mm. With joy, you hear him shouting that mm. across this crowd. Okay, that's what happens on the last and greatest day of the feast. So let's go back. Verse 37, On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, If a man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. So the high priest shouts, with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And Jesus responds, if a man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. I am that salvation, yeah. uh, Yeah. Oh, man, when I saw that, I thought, I'm going to give the rest of my life to finding every one of those moments. And it's just a wonderful example of Jewish backgrounds and and, uh, reading big blocks of text and, and engaging with your imagination, all those things that we talk about, we've talked about for years on this program. Wow, how appropriate to end with that thought. Mm-hmm. Mike, thanks for your teaching. Now, your writing ministry doesn't stop with this podcast stopping. You're going to continue writing, I trust. I am. I'm still working on this book on every detail of the life of Jesus and what it means. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I think I so, bit off more than I could chew. <laughs> so that original call to uh, learn everything you can from the Gospels continues in your life. and It will, does. It will all the way to death, right? It does. I want to know everything there is to know about him. I want to know everything there is to know about him. Yeah. Well, I think I don't want to have to end this, but I think I have to now. 
Mm. Um, I, I'm so grateful for your friendship, which continues uh, and will live a lot longer than this yeah. podcast will. So yeah. thank that's you, not going in, That's not nope. going anywhere. No, nope, yeah. it's not. Thank you for all you've meant to me and so many others, Mike. Thank you, Wayne, and thank you, Joe. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been a good several years, and I hope and for listeners, I hope these programs have washed your feet because that's all we wanted to do with them is just wash your feet there with you the go. water of God's word. How better can we say it than with this song? Mike sings and concludes with "Grace be with you all." things for doing